did we go and see Batman versus Superman? Superman. Colon. Dawn yeah. of Justice. Yeah, I've got to remember the colon. Yeah, I didn't notice if it had a colon or not. <laughs> they all I don't have really colons. take notice of the title, but I thought it said Dawn of Justice. So, should we no, talk about the film? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we've, I mean, we're both big DC comic fans, aren't we? Or at least we've both read a lot of DC comics over the years. I'm Batman. Question Superman. Oh yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah, I've, a bit of a DC fan. So I've read a f- like you. I've read a few characters. I've not read lots of DC. Probably more Batman and Superman. So first impressions. Well, I enjoyed it, but I think I can see what people are complaining about. I think it might turn out to be a guilty pleasure film. One of those films I like, even though it's got problems. How about you? Yeah, I thought it was okay. I almost nodded off in part of the movie. (laughs) And when I turned around, you were really bug-eyed and staring at the screen. And I wanted to say that, hey, that looks like Battersea Power Station, but it looked like (laughs) you didn't want to be interrupted, so I didn't say anything. And then, towards the end of the film... You claimed to be just resting your eyes, but you were <laughs> snoring, man. What was that about? Was that the end? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw... Well, I don't know how you want to avoid spoilers, but I thought it was the end of the movie, so I thought, oh, I'll go to sleep now. <laughs> well, just put it this way. There was an important character who was being buried, and you didn't know which character it was. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I had a suspicion... But I thought well, I'd just happened? go through every hero what, and see. What sent you <laughs> off to sleep? Oh, just the the superheroes had finished fighting. It was a bit boring, so I thought oh, I'll take a nap now. And it seemed it it was a. I I had one ear open. I could hear what was going on. <laughs> he was snoring. He's lying. <laughs> um, let's see what else. I want to avoid some spoilers, but there were characters that I hadn't seen before. There was one particular character who you told me was Doomsday. Yeah, he. Yeah, he's the Beast. And when he appeared, he's... I thought, oh no, now we're going to get a DC Hulk. Yeah, I, I know Doomsday is the like one of the big villains of the 90s for Superman, but I... I read the comics where he fought Superman, but I didn't read how Doomsday was made. So I don't know if he was born in the same way as he was born in this film. I don't think he was. But so he's not stuck in that shape? Or he is? He, well, in the comics I read, he just looked like that form with all bones sticking out of himself. I, Yeah, and I saw that he transformed into that. He didn't have the bones at first in the film. I don't know enough about Doomsday to know his origin. Right, but the main question we should be asking ourselves is Batfleck. Yeah, yeah, he... I'm not sure. I kind of liked some parts of him and didn't like other parts. I thought he was probably better as Batman, but as Bruce Wayne he seemed a bit not serious enough sometimes. And he looked a bit too, I don't know, boyish maybe. He what didn't did look world-weary enough. He seemed Not like really. a spoiled Hollywood guy yeah. with a bit of fake grey hair. Or, no, he wouldn't have fake grey hair now. He's old enough to have grey hair. So, undyed 
But what did I think of his acting instead of getting at these really trivial yeah. points? Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't overly impressed. I'm not sure who could have done a better job, though. On the other hand, I thought Henry Cavill was great as Superman. Yeah, I really liked... I probably liked him more in this one than in the previous one. I, sort of, I always thought like we didn't get enough of him because I wanted to see him more being Superman. But yeah, I liked him. His expressions and things he said were all kind of really heroic and you could feel his emotions and how he was torn apart by what he had to do and stuff. And the new Wonder Woman. I thought she was great. Yeah. Yeah, she was really good. I liked seeing her fight and, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing more of the heroes all together in the next film, if there is one. In the JLA film? Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there was a part in the film where the heroes are together and it just looked really classic, like a real Justice League on screen. It looked like thought, a cover. Yeah, and I thought, oh, yes, I'm finally seeing the heroes together on a cinema screen. And it looked really epic. Uh, Other little things that we noticed, the same fighting style seems to be in every single film that has anything to do with ancient Greece now. Ever since Troy, oh, yeah, yeah, it seems like that. they have, I don't know, maybe the same fight coordinator? Probably, yeah. Was that for Wonder Woman? Yeah, and she, she fought. fought in a style that looked very reminiscent of Brad Pitt in Troy. Yeah, that was probably how they intended to show it. Yeah. But she looked good doing it. Definitely. It was a really exciting battle. And, yeah, so I know... The director did 300, so there's a bit of an Ancient Greece, ah, kind of car- cartoony <laughs> Ancient Greece type film. Yeah, there. Zack Snyder. Oh, you made a comment about that earlier on, didn't you, when we were in the car driving oh, back? Oh, about, about the new Joe Chill. Thing. Yeah, OK, go for it if you want to. You don't have to. Well, the new, the new Joe Chill, who's the killer of Batman's parents, he looks Middle Eastern or maybe Mexican, so I'm not really sure what they're going for there. Which is a bit weird, because he's always been a very white guy in all the... Yeah, yeah. ...incarnations I've seen, even before he was Joe Chill, when he was just some guy in an alleyway. Yeah, and... It's interesting. interesting <laughs> some choice. latent racism, I don't know. You know, <laughs> honestly, I wasn't quite sure, because it was dark and everything. Hmm. So maybe we're yeah, it was difficult to see. reading a bit too it much into to it. See. Do you know one thing, though? I wasn't emotional for most of the movie. You were asleep at the time, so you don't know this. Okay. There was a scene where someone was being commemorated. Mm. I sobbed a bit. Yeah. yeah that... There was just one particular scene. It got me, and my heart just went twang. Yeah, well, I... I dreamed about that scene while it was on, and it was very sad. So I could hear it, so... I was, I, yeah, it was so, really sad. The scene that I can't talk about, and that you didn't see... <laughs> yeah, that's the worst review ever. What can, else can we say? What about... As, as Batman, he's, he seemed very expressive. Like, his face, he like was he like swore, and he had lots of 
shock and anger on his face. He seemed much more expressive than previous Batmans. I think I know what you mean. He always seemed in the comics, and I'm not talking about the 60s Batman who was just crazy. Yeah. He always seemed like he was a grim-faced guy. Yeah. Square chin. But then... Have you watched the animated adventures? Is it the animated adventures? Is that what it's called? Or the classic? Well, there's been a few, haven't there? I've watched a lot of Batman cartoons, but I suppose the 90s one is the classic one. I'm trying to remember if they showed any of his teenage years in the cartoon. Because I've read in the comic when he goes to school... Sorry, not Uh, to school. Goes to university... And while he's there, he learns how to be a cat burglar and things like that. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. But in that incarnation of Batman, he is a bit more expressive. But I know what you mean. Has a 50s... Sorry, not 50s, but has a Batman in his 50s. The whole mythology is that he's become world-weary and tired. Yeah. And he Hmm. didn't see many of that in that movie, did he? Oh, not really. I think they were trying to get that across. I don't think you really saw enough of him to know. But there's one. Th- oh, that's the one thing I was going to tell you after that. There was a whole um, half-hour cut that had much. It was a subplot that was much more based in Gotham. And um, Barbara Gordon is the commissioner, played by an actress called Jenna Malone, and he's and he does more because the mystery he was solving there's more of that in the original cut and the police commissioner Barbara Gordon is involved but and it was half an hour that's going to be put back in in the DVD so so I've heard you know when I was watching that film I felt that it kept jumping all around all over the place it didn't feel very well put together and what really surprised me is when we came out I couldn't believe how much time had gone by. It was long, yeah. Did you say it was about two and a half hours? It, I think it was two and a half hours, not including credits, trailers. It and might yet, have been a bit more. the edit seemed to be all over the place. It just jumped yeah, here, jumped there. Yeah, I think that it was. And I was probably didn't do it justice. It needed to be longer to do the story justice. It probably should have been a three-hour film, which would have been too long, but it's that's what it... Probably needed to have a part one and part two, if anything. Oh no, not the <laughs> yeah, that, not the Hunger Games thing again. But no, no sequel. Thank goodness. Actually, that's one thing I'm grateful for that it didn't have a sequel. But now that you're saying there's a missing mm. half an hour, maybe it just should have been a three-hour epic movie. Yeah. And there was also places where it got a bit too grim for me. As I don't mind, I like I like my superhero film serious. You know, I like I like them quite serious. But give me an example of the grimness. Uh, just, I think when Lex Luthor, there's a point where there's a kind of suicide bombing, and so like it kind of really makes Superman despair. And it just seemed I don't know. I suppose it's that that's the film they chose to make. It's kind of a really serious film. I don't I think that's such a bad idea because the Lex Luthor in the comic. Although my favourite Lex Luthor Mm. is Gene Hackman, 
in the original Christopher Reeve films. Well, not original, but you know, the most famous yeah, films. Gene Hackman, yeah. Gene Hackman is brilliant as Lex mm, Luthor. Yeah. But the tone of those films is very light and it's very, very different from the comic. The Lex Luthor in the comic is fairly grim. Yeah, that's true. So I think maybe they got the tone right. The other thing is, I want to sort of semi-apologise for having a go at Jesse Eisenberg from watching the clips. I thought he was going to do his usual Mark Zuckerberg term that he did in The Social Network. And actually he didn't. He played a very different character to his usual standard Mark Zuckerberg character. On the other hand, it really wasn't that well acted. (laughs) Yeah, that... I was kind of... Because I th- expected, before he was cast, I thought Lex Luthor's going to be a middle-aged man, like he usually is. And I I, I wondered, would the film have been better if he was a kind of serious older man? It's interesting it's you mention the age, because now I'm thinking back to the Frank Miller comics that the look of this movie is kind of based on. Yeah. And there is something wrong with the ages... Lex Luthor does need to be a lot older, because Batman's old, and Superman needs to be a lot older too. Because I'm pretty sure that Batman and Superman are always portrayed as roughly the same (coughs) age. I think that's basically what they've changed for the film. They're probably... They usually are the same age. It's a bit of a coincidence that Batman and Superman both have similar costumes when they've because Batman's not neither one was really inspired by the other in this universe and yet they both kind of have a cape and tights and stuff oh sorry I just want to go off on a tangent now you've reminded me about costumes and I'm thinking to that little trailer thing of JLA when we saw Aquaman yeah it's an interesting take on Aquaman yeah, yeah. He, and he's got that kind of... He looked really cool. ...Polynesian look, which is yeah, an interesting and original take on it, had, and it makes sense. He had all those tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked... I wanted to see more of him. And I was hoping... There was a scene right at the beginning where they find the kryptonite in the sea, and I thought Aquaman was going to pop up then, because it looked like a kind of Aquaman-ish scene under the sea. But, yeah, I, I wanted to see more of him. There was a clip of another hero that I've never seen before. That kind of machine thing with a box. The strange magical machinery box thing that blends with that man. Who was that? That was Cyborg, which I only know because I read in a review that Cyborg and Aquaman are the ones who are seen on the computer. That's the name of the hero, Cyborg? Yeah. Oh, wow, I haven't heard of... So it's someone I know much about. I think he was in the Teen Titans. It's pretty much all I know about him. I'm guessing he's going to be in another film because they've set him up. Yeah. I feel a bit weird about seeing this because you've been putting up with me moaning about it now for weeks, saying, oh, it's going to be rubbish, it's going to be rubbish. And I was still determined to see it anyway. Well, you've got to see it. But it wasn't Batman or Superman. really rubbish, after all. No, I enjoyed it, and I liked how it had a lot of a kind of thriller feel to it, with Lois's investigations. It had a real yeah, it felt pace. a bit more grown up. Yeah. And what about 
the big fight, Batman and Superman have a physical fight. And that was the point in Battersea Power Station. You thought it might have been. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Battersea Power Station. I haven't done any research, so I don't know. What do I think about that scene? Actually, I thought it was a bit anticlimactic, especially after seeing Batman do all that training, and then you suddenly see him in a suit of armour. Oh, yes. Have you seen Excalibur? No. Well, I saw it when I was little years ago, but I don't remember much about it. Right, sorry about this tangent, listeners. But at the beginning of the movie, when Batman with his parents come out the cinema and go into that back alley to be mugged, the film advertised in the background is Excalibur. Yeah. And there is a scene towards the end of the movie... That's an exact mirror of a scene from the end of Excalibur. And I don't want to ah. say any more because it'll give too much away. But when I saw that, I thought, yeah, they've stolen that from Excalibur, but at least they're telling everyone that they have stolen that from Excalibur. They're not hiding ah, it or interesting. anything. Interesting. And it kind of made me laugh because that must have been for people like me. Who's, oh, yeah, that's Excalibur. And, oh, ah. yeah, they put that in the beginning. So, yeah, okay. That's Fair very enough. interesting, yeah. <laughs> I didn't like Doomsday. He just looked like a DC Hulk. Yeah. And that was my first yeah. thought. I just... When oh no, they've done this for the movie. And then mm. when the credits were rolling up, you told me that Doomsday is actually part of the DC line anyway. He was the big Superman villain of the 90s. Has he been with... in Lewis and Clark, the TV series? I don't know if he's ever been done in live action. Right, okay. I think there might have been something in Smallville that was not really the same, but... Quite honestly, I would have picked some other storyline to do. Yeah, he seemed a bit crammed in. Yeah. There was already a lot of characters. He was a little bit crammed in. Can we go back to Wonder Woman? Oh, yes. Because that was my favourite character in this. She was really good. When I first saw her, or when Bruce Wayne first sees her, my immediate thought was, oh, it's Selina Kyle. Ah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's Catwoman. Yeah. That would be exactly the kind of dress and the kind of look that Catwoman would give Batman. And then, of course, I realised later that it's Wonder Woman, and everyone knew that anyway. Hmm. And it now makes me think she would have been a good Catwoman. Yeah, she would have. But anyway, back to Wonder Woman and the fight scene. Hmm. I was talking about this the other day, asking what the bracelets do. Yeah, well, I know they deflect bullets, but that's all. Yeah, I remember the bullets in the Linda Carter Wonder Woman, and I remember the Lasso of Truth, but they are used in this movie, and they're used really well. Yeah, I liked how all her weapons were used in the final battle. And what did you think of... still don't know what the tiara does, though. What did you think of Batman's martial arts in that, that one scene where you see Batman fight... Those all those like henchmen at the end. I'm kind of conflicted because earlier on there was another fight scene where you get the classic fight scene, one bad guy at a time attacks. Yeah, I I thought the same. Yeah, he's kind of and they've all got guns as well and they're just kind of lining up waiting to run at him. But later on there is a scene where he does fight people together. 
but it just doesn't look right. I'm not sure what it is. I think I got an impression of the same kind of action in Transformers, where yeah. too much is happening. Yeah, and it was very brutal. It's like the brutal, but nothing seems to happen. Kind of, Do you think it was brutal? It seemed more. It was more clearly shown than it was in any other Batman film. I thought. Do you think yeah. he was a tougher Batman? Well, he was kind of torturing people and stuff. Oh, and that was pretty I see. Top. You're talking about that, but yeah. And, but and also in the fights, he was seemed to be breaking limbs and. Yeah, the torture thing. When I saw that, and um, especially with a Batman suit of armor and that grim, dark kind of tone, and Zack Snyder in general's yeah. relation with Frank Miller, I did think there was a lot of Frank Miller in this. And when there was this car chase. With Batman was blowing up the cars. And by guns. the way, Frank Miller, if you're listening, you're a wimp. A wimp. I can have you any time. Okay. <laughs> Calm down now. <laughs> I've seen the Batman um, shot a lot of people with his Batmobile guns. It seemed oh, like he the was machine guns. It seemed yeah, like he was blowing yeah. up innocent bystanders as yeah. well, which I didn't really. Again, it seemed like a throwback to Frank Miller's Batman. The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, he has a machine gun. And but even in Dark Knight Returns, he said he had he had rubber bullets. Did they the say tank, that in the comic? In the it's comic. been a long time since I read that. Are you but sure? There's definitely a line about him having rubber bullets in his tank, but he seemed to be even blowing up the cars of innocent people in this chase just to kind of block the bad guys. I don't it's, think he hit any innocent people's cars. But what about the that? tanker? There was a big oil tanker. Was that was that being driven by a bad guy? I'm not sure. I can't remember that bit. Because I thought, oh, wow, that tanker was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. And Batman seemed to kind of deliberately blow it up. Which is a confusing scene, so I might have not watched it carefully enough. But it seemed a bit much if he's killing innocent people just to get oh, his hands on kryptonite. Disturbed at the beginning of the film when Superman's having that fight that he has with Zod in the first film. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all that stuff is destroyed, including one of Bruce Wayne's buildings. Yeah, yeah. I liked that part because it was the part from Man of Steel, but I thought it seemed better done in this film, like it was the a redone scene, kind of done more powerfully. I'm a bit worried about a lot of DC future plans for movies because they haven't done well so far have they yeah and i i want to see i'd like to see another film with this batman and i'd like to see justice league and i hope it does all turn out well and the films be good and get made so what's up next is it the jla film well, a suicide squad oh suicide squad and man we've got a long got- time to wait for that haven't we I don't know when it's out, but it's... I read something that it's 2017. Which is crazy. They've shown all these clips already. Yeah, there's a trailer. I've seen the trailer. It shows Joker. He looks pretty scary. And it's... um... They've gone for a more human-looking... Who's the crocodile guy? Oh, Killer Croc. (laughs) Killer Croc, thanks. Yeah, he's in it, yeah. Yeah, because before we saw the film, I mentioned that I'd read that Azzarello Joker 
Yeah, that graphic novel. Comic. Hmm. Yeah. And I didn't like it. It was very, very grim and nasty. But Killer Croc was a lot more human looking. He just looked like uh. a big guy with a skin condition. And filed teeth. Yeah. I've saw Killer Croc in the Suicide Squad trailer, but I think he's kind of reptilian. Oh, is he, he more reptilian? I don't I can't remember clearly enough. He seems almost to have like ridges. Okay. Kind of on his neck and head, but I don't remember clearly enough. Oh, we're straying from the film again, so I don't want to give it a star rating, but I thought it was okay, nothing special. Not as bad as I thought it would be, and I thought it would be appalling, and it wasn't appalling. It just wasn't really amazing or anything. But then look at the latest Avengers films. They're starting to get a bit stale. What did we see last? What was the film we saw when I said I'm just supered out? Ah, it might have just been the trailers. We saw trailers for Captain America. We saw something X-Men. recently. I don't know if we've seen <laughs> we a superhero talked... film, though. Or we were... talked about it, not Cloverfield, before not Cloverfield. that. Bond? I don't... Uh, uh, Deadpool. Deadpool, yeah. that was it. Yeah, yeah. I came out of that feeling a bit... Oh, I want superhero movie too many. Yeah. And it's yeah. interesting because that Deadpool movie is very, very different to all the other super movies out there. And yet, even that made me feel a bit tired. It's true. Yeah. I, yeah, I think they have to change to keep me interested. There was one thing different. that you were looking for in this movie that you told me before the movie you really want to see it, and it did happen. What was that? Or was it too much of a spoiler? No. You can say it, or I can say it. I can't it. remember what, you're, what you mean. What I'm on about. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man. You oh, wanted to see Spider-Man. The Spider-Man in the trailer for Captain America. Yeah. Well. Oh, that's... right, that was in a different trailer. Yeah, yeah. I'm, what am I doing? I'm mixing DC and Marvel again. Oh, I... Yeah, that... we didn't really get to see enough of him, but he looked interesting. Maybe we should just tell people we saw a trailer before the movie. It was the movie trailer for Captain America Civil Civil War. War. Yeah. And we saw a cameo or just a little (laughs) flash of Spider-Man. And when you said that you were looking forward to seeing him before, I was just thinking, you know, I don't really care. And then when he did appear on the screen, I just thought, oh yes, it's Spider-Man. So I did really care. <laughs> it's pretty much the best thing in the trailer. I think if I see that film, it'll probably be to see Spider-Man more than anything else. When I saw Spider-Man in that trailer, I just thought, it's really time for Spider-Man again. Yeah, yeah. Because none of these previous films have gone far enough they've given up haven't they they gave up with Tobey Maguire they gave up with Andrew yeah, Garfield yeah. and it really bothers me that they gave up with Andrew Garfield because the first movie was great he's been great in both movies it was just the second movie was a bit rubbish it wasn't his fault I was yeah, ready to stick with him and he was about a long series. the right age to carry on doing that yeah yeah you need to get a character you can come to love. 
and see his life. You've got to see with Spider Man. You've just got to see his life develop and see this how what he goes through. And the good thing about the Andrew Garfield Spider Man is that they were doing the retconned storyline because I grew up with the first storyline oh. of Spidey going to high school, the radioactive spider, yeah. none of the cloning stuff. Yeah. And they started to tackle this in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. I was really looking forward to seeing that. And uh, then nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah. I... How did we end up talking about Spider? Sorry, that's my <laughs> fault entirely. Anything else to say about Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice? Apart oh, from that being it's... a terrible title. Well, that was something I was going to... The training? Were you going to mention the training? Yeah, we had a friend who complained about the training, but we're not really sure why. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there is a scene where, we can say this, Bruce Wayne is training himself up, as he probably always does as a character when we're not watching movies, he's training himself up to be Batman. And that sounded like I think that Batman really exists. Listen, I know he's fiction. (laughs) But anyway, he's doing things like lifting up big weights and hitting a tractor tyre with a sledgehammer and pulling a tyre as well. And these are all strongman training type things. And I was thinking, well, what else is he going to do? He's in a bat cave. There's not going to be a Nautilus machine down there. Maybe he could take a wheel off the Batmobile and pull it. So, I'm not sure what the complaint is. The training scene was fine, as far as I could see. Oh, one more thing. I really liked Alfred in this film, played by Jeremy Irons. I thought he was a really interesting Alfred. He wasn't bad, was he? And I don't really usually like Jeremy Irons. I mean, the last thing I liked him in was in Dead Ringers. Oh, yeah. But a lot of his acting... It's a bit overrated, I thought. Especially what killed it for me was Die Hard. Yeah, I remember him in Die Hard. played Hans Gruber's brother with that terrible accent. I remember him in Die Hard. (laughs) But as Alfred, you're right, he was pretty good. He's probably the most action Alfred in a film so far because he he takes control of the Batwing and he fixes the Batmobile and kind of really seems... Very physical, involved with... Short of actually fighting bad guys, he seems to do everything. I think they're merging all the modern versions of Alfred. So we're not talking about the doddering old guy in the original comics, but the later retconned Alfred who was in the army and did all those special operations stuff. Yeah. Because that's the Alfred who's in Gotham as well. Ah, yeah, you're right about that. Although he's a very young Alfred, Sean Pertwee. Ah, yeah. But yeah, I get what you mean. He had a gun rig on early in the movie. Mm. When I saw that, I thought, yeah, and it's well worn. He's got (laughs) like a leather shoulder holster. I really want to see the solo Batman film. I want to see more of this Batman and... I didn't know there was going to be a solo Batman film. Well, they want to make one. and 
But this has been panned in the box office. Yeah, and I, I liked how Gotham looked in that first scene when Batman was um, these kind of trafficked people. There were these like, human trafficked people in a big cage and it, the camera kind of went through Gotham and went through a chimney full of bats to zero in on where Batman was and I liked how it all looked. Tell me something, are you watching Gotham? I've seen a few episodes, but I'm not up to date on it. Because that is pretty grim and dark. Yeah, yeah. I think I you like would Gotham. like how Gotham looks. But you're saying mm. that there'll be a solo Batman film. I'm not so sure there will be now. I think this is it. That's a nail in the coffin well, for a while. Yeah, I'd like to see more of this Batman and Alfred. and I liked how Gotham was all kind of crumbly and it had bats kind of in every nook and cranny. So if there's a solo film, do you know anything about it? I don't think they know anything about it. I don't think they've written it yet or anything. Because I almost guarantee it won't be Ben Affleck. And I'm not saying that because I don't like his acting or anything. He was sufficient for the movie. I just don't think, as a whole, the movie was that great. But when they pick these Hollywood celebrities to star in a huge movie, it's not just that they're being picked for their acting chops, they're being picked because they can bring money to the production. Oh, yeah. And they can yeah. draw people to see a movie, and this film has been panned by critics. Yeah, and I've, I've heard it's had a bit of a... It's not done as well as people expected, it's had a bit of a drop-off in its... Um, kind of few weeks it's been out I think the problem with movies like this is if they were lower budget people would probably go a lot easier on them but when yeah. you hear that the films had a budget of five bazillion dollars and then they've yeah. come out with something that's frankly a bit after <coughs> yeah that's true it is disappointing that's true and also our tickets are really expensive. And we've moaned true. about that before, but a £2 price increase yeah, means true. that when we go in to see a movie now, we really do want to see something worth seeing. Yeah. It had pretty amazing visuals at times, like when the Doomsday... I liked the part where the Doomsday was climbing up the buildings in Metropolis and it like, smashed up the Lex Luthor building... Okay, I'd like, I'd like I'll to watch the say filming. something nice about the movie then. I thought the effects were fine. I didn't have mm. any problem with any of the effects, the CGI, the VFX, the analogue effects. thought the choreography of the fighting, as we mentioned before, was a bit rubbish in places, but more than made up for Wonder Woman tackling a great big monster. But yeah, the effects were great. All that destruction of the city at the beginning. Yeah. It looked really convincing. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty epic. I'm still not sure about Superman's new character. Now, Henry Cavill is great as Superman, but in the last Superman movie, and we're not spoiling too much by saying this, but he kills Zod. Yeah. That seems That's... out of character to me. Well, they established that it was literally uh, the only thing he could do. I kind of like, I'm willing to 
accept the movie's situation because I think sometimes in the comic they give too many easy ways out that Batman's never really forced to kill or Superman. They always find a clever third way. So I, I didn't mind that so much, but it was a very disturbing Quite honestly, scene. honestly, I would have liked Superman to just chicken out of the scene, maybe to have said something like, or not said, but to have shown something like fear that the only way out of this is to kill your opponent, and he just flies away to think about it. That would be interesting, but I think Zod would probably kill a lot of people. (laughs) In the meantime, while Superman's in his fortress of solitude having a consult with Dad. He needs to pick up an ethics professor or someone like that. Yeah, his his dad. Yeah, just zooms off to a university and kids a philosophy (laughs) professor. And he's got his, like... Krypton dad as a hologram and his Kevin Costner dad as a ghost. Wait a minute. Both to talk Can't to. Superman do the same sort of thing that you can do in Star Trek? Because in Star Trek, if you go really fast around the world, you can reverse time. Superman. So if Superman could, could reverse time, he could <laughs> go back into the past, find an ethics professor, like you said, <laughs> maybe a priest, a pundit, yeah. a guru, rabbi, have a little... Think tank. Yeah, let's kind of discuss the ethics and discuss the his moral right to kill Zod. He. Well, how do Kryptonians fight each other then? I expect they kill each other. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. I see what you. I don't know <laughs> why he wouldn't be able to kill Zod. Really. How did we get onto Zod? He's... You know what I'm angling for. <laughs> Who was the. Not the wife of Zod, but the female henchwoman. Fora. I can't remember who the actress name was. But what was her name in the Christopher Reeve Superman? Was it Ursula? Uh, I think it was something like Ursula, yeah. Yeah. Always like the evil queen character. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. She was really good in both films. Uh, Have you seen the actress who played Lewis Lane before? Because I thought she was really good. Yeah, she was good. I've seen her in a few more films. Oh, OK. She's good. Um, there's a bit of interesting trivia about her. She was in an episode of Smallville uh, as a monster in one of the early seasons as the kind of villain of the episode, but I can't remember. It might not even have been the villain. But, uh, I can't remember what... It was, it was some kind of strange alien creature, but I can't remember the details. But altogether, did you think it was an okay movie? I thought it was an okay movie, and I think it's well worth seeing just for the images. Even if you think the story and editing are a bit pants, the images on the screen, I think, are worth seeing on the big screen at least once. Yeah, it did look like the sort of movie that needs to be watched on a big screen. Yeah, and I liked all the Superman rescues, the kind of big images. I think that's one thing I like about Zack Snyder films is the kind of images that stick in your mind. He's got a big comic book picture. Like even if if the story is a bit rubbish, there's he's got to put in that comic book picture on the screen, kind of. You the know, one like the thing one image that I didn't get 
was that guy we spoke to before we went in to see the movie. Oh, yeah. The Usher. He said that he had seen the film five times now. Yeah. I'm not so sure that I could see it again, and I've only seen it once. I I agree. I think think a second viewing would be a bit too much. There's just so much to take in, and it's, yeah, so heavy going. So, yeah, I agree with you there. But a bit of good news that I found out yesterday that probably everyone in Nerddom already knows, but The Force Awakens is out on DVD and Blu-ray. Ah, yeah. And I'm definitely going to buy that definitely. DVD. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I just really want to see the second Star Wars now. I heard about an actor who's been The spin-off cast. or the second? No, the episode, the next episode. episode Do you know eight. what that's called yet? No. No, okay. I, an actor's been cast, I can't remember who it is. Ah, oh, who it's? It's a comedian. An English comedian has been cast in the film. We'll probably have to leave that for the next show. Yeah, yeah, we'll bring that up in the next show. Okay, thanks for listening. This was our meandering, uninformed discussion of Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>